Page 94, stand if you will, page 94. I'm in a new world, amen, since the Lord saved me. The Lord has been so good to me, He set my captive spirit free. All things are passed away, all things are new today. He gave me life for Pastor Nim, oh how I changed since I found Him, I've been a new
out there in the suburban but it's out there in the suburban the odds of an actual wristwatch well my son's come through bless you boy thank you son I'll know the phases of frustration out there see Hadn't the Lord been good to us? Thank the Lord. Lord God, we love you. We thank you tonight. Our Father, our Lord, our God, our Creator, our Master, our Redeemer. Lord, thank you for letting us come to church one more time. Lord, thank you for letting us be in thy midst. Lord, breathe on the preaching Make it what you want it to be. Lord, without without you, I can do nothing. Without you, I am nothing, Lord. Breathe on the book tonight. Lord, in this arrangement that you've gave us, the banqueting house, the local church, we love you for it in Jesus' name. All the Lord's people said, thank the Lord. Mighty sweet tonight. Mighty sweet. Good to be with the Lord's people. Appreciate these two pastors joining with us. It's very kind of them. In an hour where uh, we don't have much priority about the gospel ministry, everybody doing their own thing. I appreciate these pastors coming. And uh, what a blessing. It's good and pleasant for brethren to dwell together in unity. Thank the Lord. Amen. I've had a real good day. I was able to stop at the Billy Carter table and tell him to vote for Trump. Oh, yes, neighbor. Oh, yes. That'd help a man right there. Yes, sir. Is that table a local legend around here? You know down here at the Quality Inn, that restaurant where all the old-timers go, there's a large table in the middle. And there's a gold seal in the middle. They dedicated that. That's the Billy Carter table. Told all of them to vote for Trump. <laughs> but now the back story, I've been picking on those men for about 10 years. And we've been, every year, meet them down there and I sit and talk with them and chat with them. We pick on each other. And uh, 
One of them, I hadn't seen him before. He's a little older and a little grumpier. He said something. I, Sir, I said, we'll vote for Trump. We'll get this tape off the floor and you can serve yourself at the buffet again. <laughs> I really enjoyed that little part. He was running like a nine-year-old adopted girl <laughs> with a broke arm. Well, Brother Tim stood with me. He blowed up and stood with me. That was where all my courage was coming from, actually, was from <laughs> Brother Tim. And we was leaning on our red-headed pastor to, you know, show a little something, but <laughs> even little Braylon was wanting to stand for righteousness, and he drug her off. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Take your Bibles. Go to Matthew 26. Hadn't the Lord been real good to us? I bless the Lord. Amen. But now they do tell us one more stimulus check is on the way, so I'll vote for Pelosi if we have to. Just to, you know, Pelosi, Pelosi. Till we get that thing cashed, and then, then we'll be back to our principles. Just need one more. Just one more. I may be a communist at heart. Who knows? Oh, and I went to Walmart without a mask. I was so proud. Oh, yeah. I walked through there, son, twice. Didn't even need anything, but it's a, it a great day. Chloe didn't get arrested, so that was good. Neither Preston, neither one. That would have been a rough call back to Mama. <laughs> My, the Lord's been good to us. I'd like to take now, and I'm glad that we can smile and have a little medicine for our soul. But the Lord's put a word on my heart tonight concerning Satan and the Antichrist, Judas Iscariot. And I want to take and look at that. And I think the Lord has got a blessing for us. If uh, I believe He wants to give us a blessing. And boy, howdy, it is sweet tonight, isn't it, preacher? Yes, sir. And I'm going to be honest. The shouting nights and then the sweet nights, they're all from God, right. and they're all good. And He knows exactly. Yes, sir. Every, every night, He knows. Every service, He knows. I got a lot of fellas missing out on them shouting services because they hung around Bible college too long. Got all the shouts sucked out of them. And also the King James Bible got sucked out of them. Yeah. And... Uh, so I, I got no use for that outfit, I promise you. And I like them shouting services. But I like it when the honey's just warmed up and put on a hot biscuit. Oh, that's fine too. And I like addressing the Billy Carter table. <laughs> that's going in my newsletter, people. You got to understand what a big deal that was. Yes, sir. I have my hand on my heart. Amen. <laughs> the Lord will help us in Matthew 26. In Matthew 26, you'll, you'll see Judas Iscariot quite a bit. If the Lord will help me, the preacher, I told you, the four months of Corona, Corona, crowning season. I don't know if you men looked them words up. Corona, coronation. The Lord's put it in my heart. I'm not trying to prophesy or predict anything. But I can't tell you how big it is in my heart that 
the reason God's shutting down church is because He's shutting down church. This thing's much bigger than America. This is worldwide. Now, I'm not trying to predict or prophesy or be sensational. The Lord will do whatever He wants to. And I'll tell you something about the Lord. He can do something. He can be doing something today and decide to do something else tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's in the Word of God. He's headed down there to Nineveh. And the Lord, who can tell if God will? The Lord said, all right, I think I will. And... uh but we know there's some things upon it. And I believe the Lord has got us at the end. He's lifted the Holy Ghost off this nation. The reason you can be saved and right with God and still have that uneasiness in your spirit. Now, a lot of, a lot of folk are just under conviction because there's sin, disobedience, selfishness. Lack of being a disciple, a follower of Jesus. There ain't nothing worse than being saved and not following the Lord. He's a good parent. He'll chasing you. He's faithful to chasing you. But uh, you can be saved and right with God. And I believe this. Have that uneasiness in your spirit. And it's because we've spent our entire life living in a Christian nation. And I sadly believe for four months now, we are, we are a pagan nation. God has lifted that thing off America. That's why you see it all squirting out and being mashed out. A little comment while I'm here. I believe the Lord's lifted that crown off and now He's got another crown, a heavy, dark green crown. And it's mashing down. Whatever's in, folks, is coming out in this hour. Individuals, y'all feel that stress and that pressure. That's from above. Families, God locked everybody up for a couple of months. And we had a little loosening, but you still feel that. God's bringing out of churches. He's massing out of churches, whatever's in them. A comment within a comment. Y'all do know there's a lot of folk not ever going back to church. They're not ever going back. This contemporary outfit's been set up for Corona for five years now. They've already called off services. They've already called off Sunday night and Wednesday night. Come on now. they got no problem with a little limp-wristed Facebook pastor sitting in his living room drinking a latte. I don't know what it is, but I think we're against it. <laughs> I heard another guy say it. It sounded so good. Slotte. Away with it. What is it? <laughs> but these boys sitting in their living room in their little turtlenecks and having a little chit chat with you, they wouldn't know what preaching was if it jumped up on their back and put them in a headlock. Can I get a witness right there? They got no problem shutting down church. They done shut theirs down some time ago. Bad churches are going to get worse. They're going to get worser. They're going to get worse wrist. This is a bad, I had to make up a word. Bad preachers are going to get worse. But good churches are going to turn into gold. Good preachers are going to turn into gold preachers. God's got some gold standard preachers and He knows who they are. 
Mm. Brother Tim up there in Knoxville, everybody's panicked. Ain't nobody hardly having church. Ringgold, they've all shut down twice. We had the, they came after one of our churches, Akatusa Baptist Tabernacle. Made it on CNN, New York Times. They're mad at our Georgia governor for opening up, and they they zeroed in on one church. Everybody around them panicked and shut down again. But there's some places where preachers are just preaching and saints are still worshiping. Amen. And I'm going to tell you this: a comment, in a comment, in a comment. Before I get back to the introduction, which I think this is the introduction. I've told men of God for four months, whatever the Lord leads you, that's what you got to do. Amen. Right. Some men need to shut down for four months. God been wanting to shut that church down a while. Come on. And I know I'm saying that. I'm saying that in all sincerity. Yeah. Some things best happen to some church. Shut her down. Yeah. And find out what you got. Yeah. Here in a little bit, find out who are the Christians and what kind of calling you got. And I'm saying that not as a smart act. Some places need to shut down. And then some places are doing what they can. There's different situations. There's different mayors. There's different governors. There's different battles. A friend of mine's got 25 white-haired church members. That's all he's got. 25 elderly. And he just shut it all down. I thought that was a good idea. He's visiting with them, praying with them. The most elderly are vulnerable to this thing. And, and I think... I'm, Every preacher's got to do what the Lord tells them. And I think every, de- and I'm really admitting, every decision is right with God's real men. And there's different things happening. Individual churches are different. And the Lord's doing different things. But I really believe that God's mashing. And He's mashing out of our nation. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be, I got news for you. We're never going back. Not in this nation, not in our churches. We will never be normal again. You need to look at some Norman Rockwell paintings and pull out some old albums and look at them because you ain't never going to see we're never going back to normal. I believe that. We're not going back to normal. Now, I could be wrong about all this. I'm not the final or the first authority on anything. That Bible is. But in my soul, Brother Dent, Pastor, God prepared me Lord, I'm telling you, I was in Japan on the missions trip in January and had heard about the corona. just slightly starting to hear about it. And I had a church in Kentucky. We got in the, they come to the Redfield. They come to the meeting a couple of years ago. They went back home and went into a seven-month revival. Cottage prayer meetings every night except Saturdays. For seven months. Oh, it was wonderful. And then, and, and then they called me in January, three days, and we had a ten day meeting. And I'd been hearing about Corona, and when I left Kentucky, I almost went to the house and hugged everybody and went straight to Atlanta to go to Seattle. And then to Japan. And they'd had a chair in that seven month. They called it the chair. <laughs> and uh, in that seven month revival, somebody had cancer. 
And then somebody had a divorce, you know, and then somebody had a baby died, those kind of things. And they'd get in that chair and the church get around them. And you know, they put me in that chair. Mm. They put me in that chair and I knew I'd told my wife, going to be fine with the corona. And, and went over there to Japan. And God woke me up three o'clock every morning for three mornings because the time was different. Three mornings in a row, Brother Dent, I went in that study of the old 45-year veteran missionary who died six months earlier. And I went in his study every morning. God did surgery on my heart. If he don't do that every once in a while, we get in bad shape. You know, one of the biggest, most beautiful things of Psalm 23 is he restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. Oh, I'd had a jubilee year. I just turned 51 a couple of weeks ago. My 50th year, God declared a jubilee. Called off my meeting, shut down a lot of things, let the soul rest. Imagine my surprise when God put America in a lockdown shutdown. That may have been my fault. Sorry about that, y'all. Matter of fact, when I came back from Japan, they said the virus is in America. That, <laughs> sorry. Landed in Seattle. I hope, anyway, I'll leave that alone. That's I'd have breathed on everybody if I'd known what was going on. <laughs> Seattle. God! Did a procedure on my heart. In the middle of my 50-year jubilee year, he did it. He did a procedure on my heart. Boy, I didn't see it coming. And then the end of February, he took a scalpel and went on ahead and left me low. And then he gave me, woke me up the next morning at 4 a.m. Almost, we're not charismatics. God's more real than that. He said, you ready to be a preacher again? Yes, sir. I want you to be a prophet. You're going to speak against the kings, the priests, the princes, and the people of the land. Jeremiah 1. I want you to cry against the land. I said, yes, sir, Lord. had no idea what that meant until ten days later when America shut down. All my meetings canceled. By the way, this church sent me help, financial help. Thank you. And uh, I've thanked you already, but thank you in person. They sent us, y'all sent us help. And uh, I, I'm still receiving help. My birthday was two weeks ago, just in case. Jim, anybody, I mean, feel free. I'm an evangelist. I have no shame. No shame. I was the son of an independent Baptist preacher. Now an evangelist. No shame. Feed me. Clothe me. The Lord will probably bless you if you do. 60, 40, 70, 30 chance he will. Thank you all for helping us in Corona. 
Did you know all my meetings canceled and then immediately my calendar filled up with the strangest things? I've been so busy. I'm just not afraid of the virus and I know it's real and I know that some people get sick. And I may get sick. But God sent me everywhere. The priest up in Maryland, the police were putting... Maryland, all the Democrats live above D.C. and all the Republicans live in Virginia. The policemen were going around Maryland putting notices on church doors, talking to the neighbors. Call us if you see anybody trying to go in church. I preached a meeting there. They had a big thing on the door. You may be and can be arrested if you enter this sanctuary. And the pastor, he's not a hothead. He's a very cool, calm guy. He actually was taking all this real easy. But then the Lord told him, have a meeting. He said, we're going to have a meeting. He said, we may go to jail. You okay with that? I said, yeah, just bail me out quick. I mean, it'll look good in the newsletter, but we don't really want really actually any suffering. <laughs> I, I was going, I preached in Baton Rouge and they, Louisiana, and they arrested the pastor the previous Sunday, came to his house, put him on house arrest on Saturday with the ankle bracelet. Folks, y'all better believe, you better believe, you better believe somebody needs to talk to Billy Carter table. Talk to me now. Yes, sir. Going to be communist in about ten minutes. And everybody just lets it. They put the man an ankle bracelet on him. And arrested him. He went on and had a parking lot service outside to his people in their... Rolled up window cars. They arrested him. I was talking to you later that week. Remember I told you, I said, David, get Tanya and the girls. I, <laughs> I said, if you have to bail me out, bail me out, but I want them singing when I come out of the jail. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I done spent that corona check. Bring money to bail me out. ha! <laughs> He said, the girls will be glad to sing. He said, I'll borrow some money from Dad and we'll bail you out. (laughs) I've been all over this thing. And for four months, five I guess now, the Lord's put me in the church. And then I knew why. I preached to a bunch of phones and YouTube and the whole world and they I think one night they said sixteen countries, thirty one states, and they gave the amount of people watching. But see God had done ripped my heart out and had me ready to be a preacher to the kings, to the priest, to the people, to the princes. And he done got my heart ready. To talk to the nation, to the churches, the nation. I will tell you this, and I'm going to show you four areas where Judas has showed up. Four areas where the Antichrist is attacking the church. Yet, at the end of the Gospel of Matthew, we're at the end of the church age. I will tell you this. The Lord put this in my heart, or just I became aware of it, and this has helped a lot of preachers. 
You're looking at four people. I'm a father. I'm very upset and concerned. I use the word concerned. I'm not upset. Everything's in God's hand. But I'm a father. I'm concerned. If the Lord don't come back, what our kids... We can't even go to town. We're 20 minutes from Chattanooga. I got two little girls. Preston's 16. Did y'all see how dangerous it is? You're looking at a father. I'm concerned in these hours. But you're looking at a Christian. And I'm very excited. It looks like the Lord's coming back. So there's a concern, but there's an excitement. Number three, you're looking at an American. There's some things need to be shot, and there's some things need to be burned. But we don't need to burn the flag, and we don't need to shoot up our... There's some things need to be shot. Do you see me exercising self-control right now? Because I'd like to share some of my red, white, and blue stuff with you. There's an American in here. And God's the one who wants us to love our nation. I can't, I, I can't get started on that. Number four, though, there's a preacher in me. And this is probably the biggest part of me. There's a preacher in me. And I've been preaching. Got called when I was 13. Preached my first revival at 16. Started pastoring at 21. So... I'm at half time, but the preacher in me has been telling everybody this has been coming all this time. It's here. I'm ex- glory. Amen. The good, the bad, and the ugly, it's all here, but the preacher in me said it was coming. The daddy in me don't want it to be here. The American in me thinks I can fix about half of it. <laughs> but the Christian in me has been listening and looking for the Oh, my. Y'all look at Matthew 26. Four places he'll attack. Lord showed me this a month ago. I preached it one night. I don't know what was wrong. It was the first night in three months. didn't go good. I think I know a couple of things, but we really don't know. The Lord put it in my heart tonight. And He put a little twist on it. <coughs> Woke it up in me. Amen. Yeah. Mm. He has a word. For, he has a word for y'all. <laughs> he has a word for y'all. Yes, Judah showed up. I'm going to give him a four-point outline right now real quick. Just wrote it. I had three. But the Lord showed me a fourth thing. I'm going to give this to y'all right now so you can put it in your notes and study it. Because y'all know my ADD. I don't ever finish nothing. (laughs) Hush, friend. (laughs) All right. Watch this. Judas Iscariot showed up in Matthew 26. By the way, don't even get me in Matthew 25. Mm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. 
He's gathering all the nations up right there. Somebody ought to pop a happy bubble and shout till lunch tomorrow. The Lord's gathering all the nations together. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Matthew 26. He shows up. And He shows out. Judas is scared a type of the Antichrist. He was called friend earlier. And you flip your Bible a couple of pages and there's that one that showed up at the wedding without a garment and they call him friend. How'd you get in here? How'd you get in here? A devil from the beginning. Second Thessalonians 2, Judas Iscariot. Jesus called him the son of perdition. The only other place you see that in 2 Thessalonians 2 is that Antichrist, that wicked one, the son of perdition. There are many characters in the Bible that are pictures of the Antichrist. Uh, I've known who the Antichrist is for many years now. It's every time we elect a Democrat, he's a new Antichrist, but then he has to go away because he don't ever turn out to be the one. But he was for his turn, I promise you. I, I still got the last one in the high running, son. I mean, that, that, oh, Lord. Remember in the 70s, it was Henry Kissinger. He was the Antichrist. I've even heard Jared Kushner lives at 666, downtown New York City. He's the Antichrist. Amen. He don't ever smile, so he might be. <laughs> Judas is scared. There, so, there was Cain. There was Nimrod. There was Absalom. Oh, there's so many of them throughout the Scriptures that give us great pictures of the Antichrist. Now, Judas is scared. A devil from the beginning, John says. <clears throat> from the beginning of the ministry? Or from the beginning of Genesis? I don't know. It's a mysterious character. But there's Judas. So the Lord's got him at the end of the Gospels. And he shows up and shows out four places. Let me give them to you quickly. We'll preach whichever ones we're supposed to. Number one, look in verse six. You know, I often don't bring an outline, but I, the Lord gave me one for this. He's going to show up at the end of this thing. He shows up where the ointment was poured. Look in verse six. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on his head. Oh, my. And then, uh, they got to fussing about it. See verse 8. To what purpose is this waste? If you'll go to one of the other Gospels, I don't have it in my notes right now, but it was Judas who spoke up and said, what are we? Oh, right here at the end, he's going to show up where the ointment is poured out. He's going to attack that worship. Number two, come down. And you'll see him showing up uh, in verse 14 and 15. Then one of the twelve. And this is where he betrays Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Then, I'm in Matthew 26, verse 14. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said to them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they, big word coming up, covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. 
Number two, not only did Judas show up and show out his satanic side where the ointment was poured, but where the oath was procured. The oath! This points to the Antichrist in the tribulation period when you'll have to make that covenant with him and take that mark. Enter into that oath. We'll come where the oath was procured. Number three. Number three is, write this down if you're keeping notes, where the ointment was poured out. And by the way, by the way, young preachers, you don't have to make up sermons. Just read the Bible. They're in there. We're just walking through the chapter, okay? Just keep bumping into Judas. Where the ointment was poured, where the oath was procured. And then, then we're going into the Lord's Supper, where the ordinance was partaken. Look down in verse 21. And as they did eat, uh, he said, Verily I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. They were exceeding sorrowful and began every one of them to send him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. And verse 25, Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said to them, Thou hast said. Okay, we can go into that detail more later, but where the oath was procured, where the ordinance was partaken, the Lord's Supper, He was revealed. Then let's come to the last one. And here He shows up in the garden. It's in verse, it's in verse, well, verse 36, Jesus goes into Gethsemane. And there, that means the oil press. And you remember verse 38, exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Verse 39, he went a little further and fell on his face. Thank God prayed that great prayer that turned everything around for me and you. Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And there it says in verse 47, While he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that had betrayed him gave them a sign. Sure he does. Sure he does. Satan loves to use sign. Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. That's the only weapon a serpent has is its mouth. This kiss. And forthwith he came to Jesus, verse 49, and kissed him. Friend, wherefore art thou come? So there in verse... In verse 47, 49, these four areas, okay, it was important for me to show you those. You can go home and read and study and meditate. If the Lord will help me just for a moment now, I know I've been up here, I have been up here 32 minutes. Ain't y'all glad I know that? And I've sat under some fellows, I wish somebody had told them how long they'd have been up there. I've done a lot of praying as a church kid, but it wasn't really about religion. God, please shut him up. <laughs> the Lord answered my prayer sometimes. If you give me another moment, I want to talk about these four areas that he's attacking right here at the end of the age. It ain't no mystery the Lord put this in here. By the way, that spirit of Antichrist, that spirit of lawlessness... I'm going to say something. Y'all holler amen. It'll save you five minutes of exhorting if you holler amen good enough to make me happy. You and I are standing so close to the tribulation period. 
that we're standing on tiptoes picking up, about to fall into it. And the church can't even go through that seven years and I'm about to fall over into it. By accident, Lord, that snatched me back out. <laughs> oh, that's how close we are. And the Lord gave us that Bible to show us how the devil acts. Four things at the end that he attacked. Let's go over them now. You've already marked them to see which ones the Lord wants to highlight. Number one, he's going to attack that worship where the ointment was poured out. Let's look at that just for a moment. Verse 7, there came a woman having an alabaster box, a very precious ointment, and poured it on his head. <laughs> Woo! I want to stop and thank the Lord. Let's see if I can get a whole bunch said right here in just a little bit. I want to thank God I grew up around old-time religion where Christians and churches were allowed to break their alabaster box and pour it all over him. Wasn't shut down, wasn't sat down, wasn't quietened down, wasn't run under a formal outfit, wasn't run under a dead outfit, wasn't run under a man worship outfit. Thank God for the old time preachers that allowed us to open up our alabaster box and pour it out. Thank the Lord. I know your testimony is so good, preacher Dent. I could about give it for you. I felt like I moved it. Chattanooga and went to Tennessee Temple with you. <laughs> and then I felt like they invited me to come down to a camp meeting in Rasek. <laughs> I can give his testimony better than he can. I've done it in other churches. I slipped up and started acting like it was mine. Not really. But thank God, preacher. We got these two precious pastors coming helping us tonight. We got friends come from different places to be in this drive down from Tennessee. Oh, thank the Lord, there's a little white church on the side of the road where I can come in and pour out my burdens and pour out my battles and and pour out my soul and pour out my life. Every year God sits with us. And these young people usually have one night where they fall on the altars and they pour their little alabaster boxes out. Can I tell you something? Mm, This is an hour sermon and y'all know it, but I'll try to three minute it. Oh my, if there's anything Satan has attacked at the end of the church age, he's attacked that real worship. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Mm. Oh Lord. Yeah, come on. I'm 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 trying to get rid of I'm trying to get rid of an hour of preaching. Yeah. Oh Lord. Oh my. Oh my. Mmm. Mmm. That first mention of worship. Abraham took his boy up there, and you talking about pouring out the most precious thing, and poured it all out. He held that knife up and was going. That's the first mention in your Bible of worship. Yes, sir. I'll say this and move on. I figure that's all I'm supposed to do right here. This praise and worship, contemporary generation, they got her backwards. Worship's mentioned first in Genesis 22. Praise is not mentioned until Genesis 29. It's worship and praise. That's why they can't get it right. Amen. Yes. They got a bunch of all sexual, unisexual, homosexual. Boys look like girls. Girls look like boys. Everybody's hair is the same. Everybody's clothes the same. Everybody's shoulder stature is the same. Everybody's the same. And they line up there with a praise and worship band. 
and everybody falls down to the music. I done found the Antichrist band. By the way, there ain't supposed to be no band in church. A band's in the bar. Orchestra's at the conference center hall, civic auditorium. I don't know where is it at. That's where, that's where the orchestra is and the band's at the bar. Who's at the church? Singers. The Lord's people. Families. Oh, I like this family got up and sang. We heard two church families singing tonight. Amen. I wouldn't give you a rip, no Southern Gospel honky-tonk in Nashville type entertainment. I sure wouldn't give you nothing for this contemporary outfit up there, Babylonian nightclub out stuff coming out all over them. Wouldn't give you a rip for nothing. Give me some church singers singing a song. Amen. Thank the Lord for it. Mm. Hey, that, do you study on that worship and praise. In Genesis 22... Worship. First mention of it. I and the lad will go yonder and worship. And the first mention of worship, nobody's seen him. Worship is private. It's internal. It usually takes place on the worst day of your life. Yes, sir. And you bow the knee and let God take whatever he wants. And you say, you're still my God. Yeah. I don't know why you're taking this from me, but you're still God, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with you. Yeah. And then God'll let you go through a cycle and seven chapters later. No. He'll let you instead of giving death to a son, he'll let you give birth to a son. Uh, Leah We got a Leah here. She's a godly one too. Amen. And we had a Leah back yonder. <laughs> in Genesis 29 she gave birth to Judah and the first time praise is in your Bible yes. <laughs> brother David when worship was mentioned a lamb was dying Come on now. when praise is mentioned a lion is roaring yes. the lion of the tribe of Judah I'm about to run outside, stand on the... I'm about to run back to Billy Carter table and find my friends and hug all of them. Well, I'm feeling good about that. Do you know that God will never let you praise Him in 29 until you've worshipped Him in 22? Y'all ever heard somebody praise God that ain't worshipped Him? It's a mess. It's a racket. It's, It's fingernails on the chalkboard. And ain't nobody got to tell you. That rascal's out of order. Well, Joe Parsons taught us years ago, the church says amen collectively, corporately, in the same breath. Nobody's a step ahead or a step behind. Ain't that amazing? You ever watch the flocks of birds when they're 10,000 birds in one flock and they're all going like this? And who told them? Who told them we're all turning right now? The school of fish. I've seen it on Finding Nemo. <laughs> I'm against Disney movies, but I've watched a lot of them. But I'm against them. I have to know what's in there. The symbology. I preached against them until I had toddlers. And then I'm still against them. But we all watched them. <laughs> and I told them, this is bad. <laughs> Be aware. <laughs> Who told the school of fish to turn? Who told church, Amen. A while ago, all y'all done it. 
I heard 50 amens at one time. How come nobody was one step ahead and one step behind? When the Holy Ghost is in it. That worship comes before. The day you worship, there will be a lamb dying. The day you praise Him, there will be a lion roaring. First time He came, a lamb died. Second time He comes, that lion will be roaring. I throwed some of them off last night talking about our president. I may share that with the Billy Carter table in the morning. And three of them down there secretly like me. <laughs> like they who they are. <laughs> yeah. He's got a yellow mane, orange skin. He roars. That King's English. God's using the strangest character. Mm. The devil attack that worship. He'll attack that where that Wherever that Judas will show up and speak out. He's not for the Lord being loved on. He's not for the Lord being lifted up. He's not for it. Mm. Number two, where the oath was procured. I need to talk about this, that covenant. That covenant. This is the mark of the beast. This is entering into that this is entering into that oath with hell. Making that covenant, that agreement with hell. Make a little Bible announcement and need you to say amen or I'll be unhappy and preach 30 extra minutes so it's really on you. Here we come. The church is not going to go through the seven years of Jacob's sorrow. We ain't going to have to worry about taking the mark of the beast. But boy, there's some interesting things in this hour. We ain't got no coins. Did y'all see that? On, National coin shortage. Y'all want to run out here on a limb with me and just talk about some interesting things? This thing's being set up for the mark of the beast. Right. Right. Mm. Everywhere you go in, we'd have no coins. We're buying coins. Do you have coins? Federal Bank of the Cashless Society. Oh, did you know? Oh, I shouldn't talk about some of this, Brother David. Do you think they can handle it? Do you know six months before Corona hit, Bill Gates done negotiated a little contract worth $100 billion for him to make a vaccine for Corona? Huh. He got him a little tracker tracer going to go inside you. And 5G, which just got here. 5G, which just got here. 5G will be able to connect you and that thing. Read your bank account. And that's the first thing it can read. You're so secure. That thing's going to read your mind. Right now in China, they got it on the kids. It can read almost your thoughts. It definitely reads your moods. Do you know the only thing 5G needs, other than that tracker tracer in your blood, the only thing it needs, it needs everybody to stay six feet apart. I'm hugging everybody I get around. I went to the Billy Carter table and hugged two of them today. They're my friends. I told them we were friends. Do you know the Democrat representative from Illinois two months ago pushed through the bill? I don't know where it is in process. 
to tracker tracer and set everybody up with a tracker tracer? With the vaccine? With the 5G? Did you know? Did you know the number of that bill? And they can't make up numbers. It comes in succession. All right, I got to say something first before I tell you the number of the bill. It's four giants came to kill David at the end of his kingdom. Is everybody with me? Yes, sir. It's four giants came to kill David at the end of his kingdom. Brother Burke, Brother Avery, Brother Starajo. I've been studying the kingdom wrapping up. If we can find it, it's everywhere. Second John, third John, Jude, three steps down into complete apostasy, and then Revelation one, the Holy Cometh. The four giants that came after David at the end, and then it opened up into the glorious Temple of Solomon, millennial reign. Try Zechariah, which we may get into tomorrow night. Two witnesses in chapter four, two witches in chapter five. Good stuff, boy. Zechariah, uh, I'm sorry, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, three steps into complete apostasy, then Matthew 1, Jesus comes. Yeah. Y'all ain't helping me. It's all over the Bible. I got like ten of them where the kingdom's shutting down. Then four giants came to kill David when he was an old man at the end of his reign. And the first three had a name. But that fourth one, now, you got to go to Chronicles to get one of them's name, 2 Samuel 21. But that fourth one don't have a name. All he got's a number. He's got six fingers on every hand, six toes on every foot. I live close enough to Alabama. To not... <laughs> yes, I do. 6666. Six, six, six. The last giant. You want to know what the bill number was that pushed the tracker tracer through where they could keep a mark on everybody in the world? It was bill number 6666. I said, I've seen that rascal before. Look at that giant running through Congress. Oh, my. Elon Musk. He's leaving California and going to Texas. Wonderful. Wonderful. You got a little chip that's going to go on the top of the head. They done put it in monkeys. Going to reprogram man. All the foolish and wrong concepts man has, this thing, y'all go research it yourself. Said it'll cure you of racism and religion. That's what he said is two most dangerous things in the world racism and religion. And all the crazy people that believe that crazy book and crazy notions of a God out yonder and a creator God and a virgin birth and a church rapture, crazy stuff, he's going to cure you. with He's got a little chip for you. I don't know what the mark of the beast is going to be. I've had nine different antichrists on the scene and they all just went in retirement. <laughs> but I know one thing. Me and you ain't going to be around to take that mark of the beast. I don't got a mark on my head. That's Ezekiel chapter 9. He said, before we judge Jerusalem, let's go ahead and put a mark. I want you to mark the righteous men who sigh and cry for all the abominations. 
<clears throat> Y'all want to look at Zechariah 5? I thought you did. Hurry up and get over there. Zechariah 5. He talks about stealing and swearing. Hurry, I'm not going there. I don't have time. Whoever gets there, got to read it to me. Zechariah 5. There it is. I think it's verse 5. Whereas it talks about stealing and taking God's name and swearing. Yeah, there. Let's see. Let's see. It's, uh, oh, that's right. Somebody said three. It's three. It's three. All right. This is the curse that goeth over the face of the whole earth. By the way, chapter 4 ends with two witnesses. Chapter 5 has got two witches with stork wings. And they're carrying a woman in a wheat basket. She's heading back to Shinar, Nimrod's tower, her own base. It's at Harlot. That's another sermon for another hour. Two witches flying that Harlot, Mystery Babylon, during the tribulation. The two witnesses are preaching. And there's an angel with the everlasting gospel of the kingdom flying through the air. These two witches, I think, are Satan's counterpunts to the two witnesses. And God mentions two sins in this age when the curse comes over the... This is tribulation period business. Stealing, swearing. Why would that be? Because that's your only options. You're either going to swear into that oath with the Antichrist, or you'll have to be stealing and endure to the end. Everybody go to Proverbs 30. Hurry. Hurry. Proverbs 30. Proverbs 30. I'm going to show you this stealing and swearing. Stealing and swearing. All right, while you're going to Proverbs 30, I'm talking about the oath. I'm talking about the Antichrist. Judas shows up with an oath. I'm going somewhere with it that the Lord put in my heart. I don't know if we'll see them other two points. All right, Proverbs 30. What's this stealing and swearing? By the way, look at me one second. Look at me one second. I wonder why Matthew mentions swear not at all. He talks about don't be swearing. James mentions swear not. All right, this is not backyard cussing when your lawnmower don't work. I mean, I don't do that, but I feel like some of y'all might. <laughs> this is not. This is not hitting your hammer with a thumb. Why did I just feel drawn to you, Jody? <laughs> and, and saying Yosemite Sam, friggle, fraggle, smeggle, smaggle, wiggle, waggle. Man, that joker could cuss without saying a bad word. It was the red mustache, Yosemite Sam. He was a hero of mine. Shot everything that walked in the room. Had a red mustache, could cuss without saying a bad word. I mean, that's an American national hero. the red mustache. Swear not. Swear not. Why would James talk about it? Why would Matthew? Well, those are your two heavily Jewish. James pastored in Jerusalem along with Peter. James is the first letter sent to the church along with Paul writing 1 Thessalonians. Them two letters went out long before Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, any of the rest of them. James got his letter out probably first. Paul wrote out 1 Thessalonians, even before the Gospels were sent out. 
What's James? Heavily Jewish. Matthew, where the kingdom is presented to the Jews by the king. Matthew. What are they doing talking about that? Talking to the Jews. Them two men were talking to Jews. Swear not. Swear not. What is this swearing business? Proverbs 30. Y'all there? You there, son? Let me hold you back. Proverbs 30. Got to show you something. Look in verse 11. There is a generation that curses their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are... Boy, this is... this. I mean, this is the last generation. This is the prophesied generation. They're pure in their own eyes and yet are not washed from their filthiness. They can go naked in their homosexuality and kill every baby in sight. And, and they're pure. I want to tell you all something. I don't go to church with self-righteous hypocrites. People say, I ain't going down to that church bunch of hypocrites. I'm sorry. I've been hanging around the church my whole life. I'll be honest. I don't know if I've met but one or two. Everybody I go to church with is there because they need the Lord. They know they need the Lord. They're at church because they want the Lord. They're there to confess their sins. They're there to get on an altar, get right. They're there to pray and work. The self-righteous hypocrites are out in the world. Thumbing their nose at God. That's one of the biggest lies. I don't go to church because I'm not a hypocrite. That's full of self-righteousness right there. I don't go to church because I'm not bad. <laughs> wow, this poor boy spun that one good. I'm not a self-righteous hypocrite. I don't go down there with all of them. I'm real and genuine. What you seen, what you get, and all that other stuff. You're full of yourself. You don't think you need the Lord. People know that they're bad and need help and we're just old sinners saved by grace. We go to church and we go to church even when it ain't our own church and when it ain't even church night. Can I get a witness right there? Thank God. There is a generation. They're pure in their own eyes. And yet not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation. Oh, how lofty are their eyes. Their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knife to devour the poor. Oh, my. Four verses. Four is the number of the earth. Four verses. There is a generation. Hey, y'all. I'm pretty sure we're looking at them. Now, now watch this. Here's what's amazing. Look at the sin that is mentioned in the context. Verse 9. Lest to be full and deny thee and say, Who's the Lord? Lest to be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Wow. They're stealing and swearing right in the context. Chapter 30, verse 9. Mm, mm, mm. Whoa. By the way, if you want to do your own study, this is the second coming chapter. It's all in there. Verse, verse 1 says prophecy. I hadn't seen this but in the last two months. Verse 1 says the prophecy. Verse 4 said, Who hath ascended up into heaven? Us, fixing to... <laughs> Can I get a witness? There's the ascend up in And we know it's talking about the Lord went. Well, guess what? We're going back with Him. It's all in here. 
Look in verse 6. Don't add him to his words. Is that how revelation ends? You don't add to or take away from that Bible. Preacher, them two witches back in Zechariah 5? I've just seen this the last two months. Look at them after the four. There is a generation. Verses. Look in verse 15. W-O-W. The horse leech hath two daughters crying. Give, give. Well, what does a horse leech want? I want to suck the blood. The horse is the... That's the creature. We're getting way on down here now, but that horse, we're coming back on them horses. It's them war animals. The horse leech. That's that wicked harlot from Genesis to Revelation, Mystery Babylon. She's got two daughters. They're flying her around in the tribulation and they're asking for the blood of the human race. Give, give, said the horse leech. And her two daughters. Hey, y'all, this Bible's pretty amazing, isn't it? So keep going. I mean, uh, good night. It's the, every three verses you can see it. Every three verses you can see it. Uh, and, and y'all look at it for yourself. You got the eagle sucking blood. That's the valley of Armageddon. That's in there. You got that adulterous woman in verse 20. There she is. In verse 21, the earth is disquieted and four things. A servant when he reigneth. There's that Antichrist. And uh, on and on. It's all in here. It's all in here. But Proverbs don't end with chapter 30. And the adulterous woman, the horse leech. You know what it ends with? I'm about to run, Brother Kurt. About to run to the hard road and smack four people. Look like they don't know how to vote. Come back and hear shout for an hour. Amen. It ends with Proverbs 31. Who's over there? It's that virtuous woman. Folks, it's the harlot and the church. You ever study Proverbs and through the lens of the second coming? The strange woman, the wicked woman, the adulterous woman, that's her. But the thing ends with the the church coming out on top. Oh, my. Y'all had enough? Just a little more? Satan's going to... Now, here's what I need to say about it. Thank you, son. Here's what I need to say about it. That oath business. Them other two points are wanting to be preached, but I need to bear down on this. Hey, don't you be making no deal with the devil. Church, we're not going to be in that tribulation period. But we're in a period right now. The devil's making deals left and right. He'll make a covenant with you by lunch tomorrow if you let him. I appreciate Thank God for our Savior. When he walked into Matthew 4 and the devil tried to make a deal. Thank God for our Savior. The devil tried to make a deal. I'll give you this whole kingdom and half the world in it. You'll fall down and work. Mm. Lord said it didn't come to make a deal with the devil. I heard the devil went down to Georgia. (laughs) I can't remember if I heard that in church or on an album, but I heard the devil went down to Georgia. Well, guess what? Grew up close enough to Alabama, you hear a lot of things. (laughs) The devil has gone down to Georgia. Young people, Brother David, 
I feel the weight. And believe me when I tell you, of the old men being gone. And I remember them 50-year-old evangelists that walked through my life. And they wasn't in it for the money. They wasn't in it for the applause. And they went to little churches because they never thought they were little churches. I remember being in my dad's little church. I didn't know it was little until 30 years later. It was just church. In an hour when the Protestants and the Southern and all the mega churches, God still got His flocks everywhere. I feel the weight. Your daughters. Your daughters. I got two daughters. Your sons, your grandchildren. This pew. Brother Tim, them young ladies behind you and them. Is it Avery? These youngins. Preacher, back there. You little girls stood up here and sang so wonderfully and beautifully. Stood there in the beauty of holiness. I remember them evangelists come through. And if there's after one thing, they wanted you to get in there and get in a covenant with Jesus. And don't let the devil make a deal with you. Devil works in the church age too. He'd like to put a mark on you. Don't be confused about the prophecy there. Oh, he'd like to mark your life and ruin your life. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Somebody's got to live right and pray right and do right so we can have the power of God or they'll never get in touch with God. You can't convey none of this through dead church. Southern Baptists got way too worldly after the two world wars. Independent Baptists got way too proud, and then because of that, they got too mean. Uh-huh. One's about nearly as empty as the other. And I love both. You Protestants, they lost all their juice by the 1800s. Because they didn't have good sound doctrine to begin with. They were hybrids, half-breed. They come out of the defiled womb of that Roman Catholic harlot and trying to come out of the Word of God. I'll tell you something, you ain't going to have half church and half harlot. And you ain't going to have anything. By the way, that's what all of our churches are doing now, this contemporary. We're trying to be half harlot and half bride. Independence. Southern Baptists got there quicker than we did, but the independent are nearly there. Half bride, half harlot. The only problem with all that is you can't convey the Spirit of God or the Son of God without the power of God. You can't convey it through the mental, through the intellect, through the emotional. You can't convey it. No other way. A praying church and a preached Bible by a called man of God who's living right and got sound doctrine. Yes, sir. 
I feel it. I feel it. Me and some of these bonded at the Bible camp. Mark Stroud. We made up the hodgepodge. There was ten churches. We just made our own little thing. I bonded with Abby and Allie and Kaylee and Ashlyn. Rachel, you was there, wasn't you? I grabbed one girl who didn't know none of us and, and thought she was with Abby and Allie. Well, we confused her, didn't we? I laid hands on her, begged God, and hollered at her and said, Honey, I'm so glad you're here. She was just all over. <laughs> they were trying to... She ain't with us. I said, Well, she is right now. You girls hush. I'll tell you, your grandpa talking to me while I'm praying. <laughs> she's not with us. I said, Well, she, yeah. Finally, I said, Oh, she's not with us. <laughs> but we had our little hodgepodge group. One of the first deals of being in the hodgepodge, you have to vote that Brother Dean is your favorite preacher, not Brother Mark Stroud. I feel a little disloyalty working in some of them on me. He acts like Santa Claus. I got no comp- How do you compete with that? Big, happy hugs him, gives him gifts. Yeah, he's a compliment. That's right, Mark Stroud. But we bonded at Brother Stroud's camp. Our little group. I don't want any of them to make a deal with the devil. He's after every one of you. The devil has a will for your life. The devil has a mate picked out for you. The devil has a little path he'd like to divert you on. The devil has a bribe he's going to offer you. Oh, we've been in this thing our whole life watching other preachers' kids and other evangelist kids and missionary kids. Your daddy, great pastor. Your daddy, great pastor. My daddy, great pastor. And we have watched our friends and our peers and our fellows take the bribe, take the deal, take the detour. Take the easy way. I'm going to tell you where he's showing up in these last days. Wherever that ointment's being poured out, somebody's giving it all, he'll come right in there and try to mess that up. I'll tell you where he shows up in these last days. When somebody's getting in there with Christ and making a commitment to the one who made a commitment to us. We can look them other two at another time. Our heads are bowed. Softly play for us. I want everybody to stand. If you'd like to come pray, would you tonight? I invite you to come pray. You may not be a member of this particular flock, but this altar's all of ours. Come and pray. Give it all to Jesus. Satan's going to attack you, but give it all to Him. Strike that bribe down. Pick that cross up. Oh, who'll come pray tonight? Who'll come pray?
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Help us, Lord. First verse, and when we get to the chorus, we'll acapella. Let me sing it, church. Every hour, 
tender voice like thine can peace. I need thee, oh, I need thee, Softly play. I'm going to ask Brother Dent to pray. Then I'm going to turn it over to the pastor. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for the blood wash. Yes! <laughs> thank you, Lord, for saving this. Yes! Thank you for keeping Oh, God. Oh, God, I thank you for calling. Yeah. A worm such as I. Oh, God. Appreciate the message from the man of God.